Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Salt Church Podcast. Amen and amen. Okay, so I know what you're all thinking. It's uh, eight minutes of, Alex got eight minutes. He, it will be impossible for him to do this. So I've, I, I got a great solution. I'm going to take my eight minutes and I'm going to give an introduction. And then I'm going to uh, put a message out, hopefully tomorrow, on social media. And we're going to see how many of you guys will take the time to actually listen, to watch it. I don't think we could actually, um, I don't think we could know if you just clicked on it for five seconds or not. So you're on your honor, I guess. If you don't want to listen to it, then just click on it for five seconds. Make me feel good. But if you do want to listen to it, then pay attention to the message and it'll be, it'll be good. So. I got just basically an introduction to give, kind of an assignment for you, other than listening to the teaching portion of it later. But I have an assignment. And here's the the deal. I wasn't going to even share this assignment with you until the end because I wanted to give a little bit of some teaching behind it, a build-up to this particular assignment. But just know that this is something that the Lord wanted to do. Because last week I did say, how many, two weeks ago I made mention that let's get into the word every day before we eat or before we have coffee. And then last week I mentioned it. How many people did that? And there was, there was like a seep, like everybody raised their hand. I didn't take a picture to like, you know, point out that one's going to heaven, that one's going to hell. That one's good. No, it wasn't like that. But it was like, whoa, just having that, that response was moving. And it was exciting. And I was praying about that. And he said, okay. He told me what to give you guys next. Now, every time, this, the, what I'm going to give you, it's like, it's like nobody's ever told you to get into the Word before, right? Like that's something that people say all the time. Get in the Word, get in the Word. This too is an assignment that is very common, very normal. However, and nobody ever does it. The only people that do it are the evangelists out there. Because I think every time this assignment's been given, it's been given by an evangelist. Well, I'm going to give it to you, but I'm not an evangelist. And so I'm going to share it with it in a slightly different context. And this is, and this is what it is. You are going to pray live and in person with somebody this week. Now, here's the deal. Usually that's given by an evangelist that says, you need to go out into the community, find someone that doesn't know the Lord, and present the gospel and pray for them. That's not this assignment. It might be. If that's what the Lord has you to do, awesome. You're fulfilling the assignment. But here's the deal. It may not be out in the community. It may be in your very own home. It may not be in your own home, but maybe in your neighbor's home. It might be in a relative's house. This is very simple. I'm not trying to scare everybody. I'm not trying to say, you've got to go out and find a stranger, somebody that you've never met. Maybe that's what the Lord is doing. And if that's the case, then fulfill what God's going to do through you. But it might be someone that, that you 
see every day. It might be someone that you work with. It might be a close friend. It might be someone that you prayed for 50 times before. And the Lord just prompt, and that's the deal. This is not your choice. It's the Lord's choice. You're going to say, Lord, reveal who you want me to pray for. And then whatever the Lord reveals to you, that's who you're going to pray for. It's super fun. It's super exciting. I got the opportunity yesterday to pray for, I think it was like 35 different people. And when I prayed for them, uh, and it was, it, was part, it was an exercise. I was, it wasn't Walmart. You know, I was like, ooh, pastor, he's religious. No, it was, uh, I was at a training with a bunch of men. We were at, uh, called to pray for somebody, and, uh, and, uh, we, or for everybody. So everyone that was there got prayed for by everybody that was there. So I prayed for like 35 men, and I got prayed for 35 times by all the other, by the men. And this is all I did. I walked up to the person. It was time. I'd say, okay, I'm going to lift you up to the Lord, Pastor Robert. And then I would just say, let's, 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 be a, let's take a second and see what the Lord says. And then I would just petition the Lord, and whatever the Lord revealed, I would pray. That was it. And if you don't know, if you, you're not sure you're hearing from the Lord, then just pray God's favor over that person. Because we know God desires for us to have favor. And we know he desires for everyone to, to walk in that kind of favor. He wants to bless you. And by the way, the word of the Lord that the, that the word, wow, I can't say that again. Uh, the word that the Lord gave us for this year was to be a blessing. Not, and this is actually the best way to bless somebody. I can't think of a better way than to go up and say, the Lord placed you on my heart. I want to pray for you. Is that okay? If they say no, they don't want you to pray for them. You've all, you're already successful. You can walk away. You don't have to pray for them. If they don't want it, walk away. But you're successful because you are obedient to the Lord. Do you think the Lord would tell you to go pray for someone that says no? Absolutely he would. Because that just might be a seed that's going to be sown for later. So that could very well happen. So that's all you're going to do. You're going to pray, Lord, who, do you, who reveal somebody. Now this is going to take some of you guys out of your comfort zone. By the way, the message that I had for today was the fear of man. The fear of man, which brings a snare, it says in Proverbs chapter 29. The fear of man brings a snare. So I have two examples. I'll, I'll teach on this either tomorrow or Tuesday. The only reason I'm giving myself a little extra grace is because I already know that tomorrow is a huge busy day for me. There's a funeral that I have to go to, so I don't know exactly what the day is going to entail. And uh, But I'll get it out at least by Tuesday, maybe tomorrow. But I'm going to preach preach or teach on the fear of man. And I got two examples. One where the person was successful about not allowing the fear of man to interfere with what God was telling telling him to do. And one, the guy was totally a failure. So I got both sides of the coin. One, the one that was a failure was one of the apostles. Does anybody other than Lee, because I might've mentioned it to Lee earlier. Who? Peter, you think of all the apostles that Peter would, by no means, Peter would be the one that would succumb to the fear of man, right? First of all, they called him the great fisherman. 
And the reason they called in history, the reason they called him the great fisherman was not because he caught a lot of fish. It was because he was a great giant of a man. He was huge. It's probably why John beat him to the tomb in the foot race. Because he was too big. He couldn't run. He wasn't very fast. Bold. Uh, so he was a large man, and he was also extremely bold. Right? He's the one that always stuck his foot in his mouth. Right? You guys awake out there? Because I'm like saying, when I say right, you guys need to be like, right. Amen. You said it. Unless I'm wrong. Then you say, then you remain quiet. No, just kidding. So deal. That's what the Lord. And um, when he gave me the word that we were going to be a blessing this year. Uh, last year, the word was that we were going to be established as a church, not as salt church, but as the bride. That you yourself were going to be established as being part of the bride. That you were going to be established to the point that if you were to face a trial, if you were to face persecution, if you were to face like anything that would try to knock you off kilter, that you would not ever be knocked away from the Lord, you're established, you're firm, you're set, you're strengthened, you're secure. You can't be knocked away from serving Christ. That was last year. And it was really a good word, and I was excited about it all year long. And then uh, New Year's Day this year was on a Sunday. So if you were here, you were one of the ones that were listening to God. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Saturday night. New Year's Eve, I was like a little panicky with the Lord. I was nervous. I was like, Lord, you got to give me, give me another word. And he said, actually, it wasn't Saturday night. I think it was a few days before that. Regardless, it sounds so much better when I say it was Saturday night. Um, so anyway, he gave me the word that we were to be a blessing. I didn't share that word with anybody except for Sunday morning. I get here, I'm like, thank you, Lord, for giving me that word. That's you, right? That was you, not me. Team, how you pray. And the worship team, we're to be a blessing. The worship team, they start singing the blessing over and over again. I'm like, yeah, man. Thank you, Lord. Pastor April comes up and gave a blessing over every single person that came to the altar during worship. Blessing, blessing, blessing. That does something on the inside of me when he just solidifies that word like that. All right, that was not eight minutes. That was maybe, that was Pastor Robert's one minute. And uh, <laughs> so look for that. Look for that this week. No, I'm not. Don't apologize. You are operating with the Lord. That's all good. So stand up. Let's... Uh, I think the reason why the message was the fear of man is because that's really the only thing that might keep you from obeying what God is asking us to do, is the fear of man. So I gave you kind of an out. It doesn't have to be a stranger, but then I took that out away when I said, you just have to listen to the Lord. By the way, There are two different ways of not allowing the fear of man to affect you. One way is natural. It's like you just have one of those bold personalities and you're never afraid of man. 
that you could walk into some big sin by being that way. The other one is being very timid and very shy and very awkward and very like, no way am I going to do that. That's also sin. There's a balance. You have to be, even Paul had to pray for boldness. So the only way that you can do this thing, no matter what your personality is, the only way that you can do this outside and not sin is to do it, is to not do it alone. You've got to do it with the Lord. If you step out and do it on your own, even if you're bold and strong and courageous, and even if you're saying the right things, you're still going to end up messing it up somehow. And if you don't do it because you're afraid, that's also not what God would have. If you do it with the Lord, then you'll be successful in the kingdom. So, Father God, we stand before you, and we know, Lord, that you're commissioning us. You're commissioning us to to, uh, be a blesser, to bless others. And I pray, Lord, even now, in the strength of the congregation, all of our prayers together, as we come together, even now, Lord, that when we... When we petition you on how to accomplish this, how to fulfill your word, that you would give every single person someone to pray for, that you will highlight it in their spirit and that they would be able to hear and just simply obey. And that is success, Lord, in the kingdom. No matter the outcome, for that belongs to you. But the method you've given us, may we walk it out in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks again for joining us on this week's episode of the Salt Church Podcast. We're grateful you spent this time with us, and we hope the message today has moved you. Please be sure to join us again next week for another episode of the Salt Church Podcast. God bless, and we'll see you next time.